fresh out of surgery and I had to I was in the hospital for two weeks with tubes in my chest you know not this not just in a regular appointment with some doctor telling me that it's over you know it took it took a very long time to get over that it was crushing it was heartbreaking I worked out vigorously trying to stay ready uh, but eventually I came to the realization that it wasn't going to happen basketball doesn't define me I'm not a basketball player anymore I once was, but that's not all to me. I didn't want to hear it at first because, you know, like you said, I'm on the top of my game. I have at least three or four more years to play at a high level, and I'm not going to waste it because I almost died. You know, you have to go through the stages of grief. Um, you know, we're all human. There's nothing you can do about that. But I'm just happy that I was able to have a beautiful outlook on it at the end and eventually work through all that pain. Walk me into the prep, into a game, into those moments. Like, What does it take to have your mindset ready when it comes down to it? Believing in yourself, you know, a lot of hard work and a lot of visualization. Um, and I know that kind of sounds like very, very simple, but you know, I think Da Vinci said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, right? I would try to practice those things over and over. Kobe and Jordan were my heroes, and that was one of the things. You know, if you watch basketball, you hear about how clutch people are, and it's not always making the last shot. You know, it's under pressure doing what you're supposed to do and coming out um, successful. So, you know, sometimes it would be a big rebound. Sometimes it would be an assist. Sometimes it would be uh, defense. You know, sometimes it would be not making a fuss if coach subbed me out. You know, that could be clutch as well. But I always saw myself being successful. And, and, and in terms of shots, you know, anytime I hit a big shot, I mean, you know, everyone would be so surprised and just like, wow. I would be surprised if I didn't make it, <laughs> you know, I put the work into this like every day, all day. And then when I'm done with it, guess what I do? I dream about it. I visualize it. I see myself being successful. I see myself hitting those shots with no time on the clock, with a little time on the clock. And then I'll do it again and say, hey, what if we're down two? Then I'll do it again and say, what if we're down three? You know, it's a never ending game. And anytime I was successful in those situations, I mean, you know, I would always let people know it's through dedication, through your hard work and through mental preparation and visualization. If you do those things, if you can see yourself being successful in your mind, then it will appear in the physical reality. If you're calm and collected when you get the opportunity. Sometimes we get the opportunity and we rush it. You know, you have to have total just commitment and dedication and just know you have to have faith, too, because, you know, I've worked hard enough to be in this position. I'm going to let my training kick in because I've been here before. You know, I thought about it. This is what it feels like. It's almost crazy because it's deja vu, you know, and, and that's how I tried to kind of you know, approach those situations. So when I was able to be successful, it was a great thing. It's a, it's a regular day. It's a normal day. 
If I miss it, that's abnormal. That's how I felt. <laughs> I mean, when you say it's, uh, it's not always a shot, I mean, you're part of a string of iconic moments in Miami. You know, game six, Spurs, second championship, rebound, shot block. I mean, that goes down into lore, <laughs> Chris. Um, let's talk about you going to Miami. How, how does that materialize? Yeah. So, big three, how does that go from a, a crazy idea between three superstars to actually happening? Well, by the time um, it was an idea, um, it was already, uh, you know, the Miami had the cap space and the, and the ability um, to do that. They were the only team in the league who could do that at that time, uh, to do the three superstars thing. Um, every other team could only do two, <laughs> which some teams had, like Chicago already had Derrick Rose and, 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 and Joe Kim Noah and Lou Aldane. They had a very, very solid um, core to build off of. But, you know, um, I, I'm going to give credit to Pat Riley on that one. I mean, of course, we had, uh, we had our intentions as players to put ourselves in a championship position, but it just doesn't stop there, right? Um, I had to be convinced that, okay, what is possible is possible. And he pretty much definitely had a big role in it because, you know, just in his speech, for one, he, he's a great speaker. But two, he, he pretty much, he pretty much like, you know, just told us we're on the precipice or at least told me that, you know, we're on the precipice of greatness, just at a, at a chance at greatness and it doesn't happen every now and then. That's, that's pretty much the message he delivered. And um, he definitely made me feel that, um, it, of course, it's about championships, but legacy as well as a basketball player and as a person. He got those things. And, you know, just looking back on his career, he was one of those people that if I could talk to that person, if, even if it's just for five minutes, just get some sort of energy from him I, I could be great <laughs> he just oozes it and um i know for me that that really helped me in my situation because i wanted to win a championship i wanted to be successful uh in that regard so i was looking for a place that better suited me for that that idea of greatness i mean um congratulations 2021 hall of fame i think that's the capstone to you know I've been great in this sport. And greatness followed your career. I think that's what's interesting is that you came out of the, one of the strongest draft classes ever. And you yeah. were around greatness your whole career. And you, you still succeeded. But you played with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Kobe. What did you learn about greatness from those players? The aspirations, the dreams of what it takes, the commitment to hard work, but more importantly, how many lumps you've got to take. <laughs> if you want to be great, oh man, prepare to get up off that mat. You're going to get knocked down over and over and over. And even when you feel like, no, nobody, it, I can't be hit this hard. Or if you're down there thinking, it's no way I can get up from this. That's when you're just starting. That's when it, it really kind of, that's when your, your your survival skills have to kick in and hopefully you've trained enough in, in, in your mental preparation and really believe enough in yourself to get up. 
because you know everybody I think we always uh, said the easiest thing to do is hold that trophy that's the easiest thing to do in this process and that's only going to be for a very short amount of time the work the will the commitment like I said before getting up, not getting up when you're knocked down I mean you know throughout Kobe's career and Michael's career LeBron's career Dwayne's career Magic Johnson's career there's always going to be these struggles that or, or challenges that you have to get over and the hardest part is in you trying to be one of the best in the game there's going to be a tension with it right you're put on a pedestal and you fall even harder you know when you do so I really had to learn how much you have to prepare you have to live it you have to want it so bad to where you'll sacrifice those Saturday nights or Friday nights with your friends you know um, you'll sacrifice if, if, if you're in high school or something and the, and the dance is this week you know if there's more dances hey I'm going to the gym <laughs> you know this is what I'm going to put my time into because this is what I want and being around all of those great players getting to see their commitments see their rituals see how much they put into the game I mean it was um, it was second to none and I always take those processes and you know that's what I tried to uh, bring into the book as well I wanted to in interject those stories that I heard from my heroes as well you know just because people need to hear it you need to hear how much work goes into it like I say they always see us doing the easy part hold the trophy and kiss it and that's what everybody sees they don't see the day where you do not feel like going to the gym at all I do not nobody can talk me into it even yourself you're telling yourself no I'm too tired I'm achy there's no way I can make it you gotta go you know you have to stick to what you said you were gonna do and that's one of the main things I got from those guys